This episode of the Dub Dub Review is sponsored by Magical Mara Designs. Do you enjoy showing off your love of Disney by wearing Mickey or Minnie ears, but get tired of wearing ones that are uncomfortable and give you headaches? Check out the made-to-order ear designs on Etsy shop, Magical Mara Designs. We've got cute and comfortable Mickey and Minnie ears made to order. Designing Minnie and Mickey ears is my hobby. Making ones that are actually comfortable to wear is my passion. Check me out on Etsy, Magical Mara Designs. Welcome to the Dub Dub Review. I am your host, Chris Smalik, and I'm joined by, well, I'm joined by one of my co-hosts today, Stacy Nyman. How are you? I'm good. Stacy, now, if it was just me and you, you would become incredibly bored by listening to me. So I wanted to bring on some additional guests today. I got Tamara Spidell. Tamara, how are you? I'm so great. So great. Michael and Christina Black, how are you? Good. Doing really well. This is like a cast of our of, of, of our of our best friends out today, right? <laughs> All right. Here's what I got for you guys. I want to know today. Here's my my show. It's a best resources for your Disney trip type show. So I want to talk about the best apps, your best websites, your best books, your best uh, ticket provider, and other tips you use. But before we get into the show, I want to know what's going on in your life. Tamara, give me something good in your life. Well, I'm really excited because I made my first official sale in my Etsy shop. Yes. Yay. (laughs) Excellent. So was it one? Was it two? It was it was a pair, was it a couple pair? What was it? It was it was one pair and it was a custom order. So this person reached out and told me who their favorite Disney character was and requested I design some ears based on that character and it was one that I've never even considered doing so it was kind of a fun challenge excellent very cool so when I saw that post you got me motivated and I put a special offer out there do you remember what offer I put out there on on, on the dubs page okay you're I think there's some incentive to maybe come on to the dubs podcast perhaps that's right. So you place an order right now with Tamara. Give me a screenshot. Show me you place the order. You will be a guest on the show on a topic of your choosing. Please make it G-rated and family-friendly. But you will come on the show once uh, once you show me the screenshot of the order through, uh, through Tamara's Etsy shop. Magical Mara Designs, right, Tamara? That is correct. Excellent. Michael, Christina, give me something good in your life. Um, I'll start. Uh, we have a trip to go back to Florida planned at the end of April, and we're very, 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 very excited about it. We kind of are a little homesick. Um, so we're going down there at the end of April, beginning of May, and we couldn't be more excited. Give me details. Are you staying on property? What are you doing? Um, no, we're actually we're, we're pretty excited about it because we're – Heading down, and we are stopping at the Christmas Inn at Pigeon Forge because we've never stayed there. Um, so we're going to stay there for a night, and then we're going down to Florida, and we're staying off property for about four nights. Four nights. And Christina will be working a little bit. She has a wedding to shoot and uh, some photo- photography sessions down there um, to pay for our trip. But... And on the way back up. And then on the way back up, we're going to stop at Great Wolf Lodge in Charlotte. That's so fun. Does, does that, that, I, that? I didn't hear kids involved. Are the kids coming too? Well, Cameron's coming, but Jordan decided he wanted to stay with Grandma and Grandpa. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. How do you feel about that? How about the oldest one saying, you know what? I'm just, I'm good. I'm good at home. Was it a surprise to you? No. Not really. He's, <laughs> he he kind of adores that, that grandma and grandpa, so we're mm-hmm. okay with it. Cameron hasn't had a, a trip with just us, 
that'd so be, this yeah. will you know, that'd be really that'll cool. be fun cool so our the reason we're doing this and the reason we're going to different places is kind of piggybacking on my good thing in my life and i started a new website called etravelbug.com mm-hmm. so these new experiences will be documented i saw your post today about santa claus indiana about the yes. uh, uh, about the theme park there, which is you know Holiday World. And yeah, you told us about that. I've got a picture to share with you, but before I do, I'm actually glad I can actually talk to you about this. So I'm gonna go dig them up. I'm gonna go share the pictures. I was there. We took a picture with Santa Claus, a very young Chris and a very young Lisa, and you'll be shocked to see me with a full head of hair. And <laughs> but I am at my heaviest point in my life. So so please leave the snickering to the very end when you see these pictures when I show you a. This is at the heaviest point of my life with a full head of hair. You won't even recognize me. Excited to see that. Uh, yeah, I want to see this too. Are you going to put this out on Facebook, Chris? Or Oh, man. I was just going to send it to him by text. I, now I've got to. <laughs> that is not good. Stacy, what do you got good in your life right now? I'm just really excited that it's March. And when it's March, it means that it's the month that spring occurs in. And that hopefully means that the weather will be turning the corner very soon because it's been a big tease in Chicago where we've had some really nice days. Well, not very many of them, but um, and then it goes back to being super, super cold. And I know it's kind of like that throughout the country also, but um, I'm just ready. I'm ready for not bundling up to go outside. So springtime is around the corner. That's what's good in my life. You know what? It is the truth here for us. It, like when we get to this time of the year, especially you know, I don't know how it is in Ohio and how it is in, in 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 the Denver suburbs, but we get to this time of year, we are done. We're toasted. No more forties. No more fifties. We just want the sunshine and go out with like our sweatshirt. That's it, right, Stacy? Absolutely. We're done. And you're probably tired of running on ice. I see you posting. I, yes, absolutely. <laughs> I keep on waiting for you to post those 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 runs and then have the picture end up in the hospital with like a, a twisted ankle or something okay, not, let's not, not say yeah that. hang on wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> knock on wood right now but i keep on waiting <laughs> yeah i ran across the sheet of ice again today all right i need to pick your brains because ultimately let's be honest i uh i love going to walt disney world and i think i know the best path and i think i know the best apps and the best websites but you know fact of the matter is you guys know my judgment, and it's not always the best. So I've got people that are really smart on, and I'm going to go and learn from you guys today. So you guys ready to educate me today? You, sure. you ready for this? All right. I don't know who the smart people are, but I'll fill in for one of them. <laughs> I'm counting on you. All right. <laughs> so let's do this. Let's just go around roundtable here. Um, you don't got to pick anything, but, for example, I listed some books. I listed some apps, I listed some websites, some ticket agencies, and but let's see if you've got better than what I've got, all right? Tamara, you want to go first? Give me your best resource when you're planning your Disney trip. What would you think your number one resource is? Oh, boy. So I'm going to tell you the first one that I stumbled upon when I realized that like you really have to have a plan going into a Walt Disney World vacation was... Um, so Shannon Albert has a website and, uh, she's just kicked back up her podcast again too, but her website is wdwprepschool.com and she has this really amazing six step planning process to kind of help organize it. Cause you know, once you start planning a Disney world vacation, like you can just go down this rabbit hole of just, there's just so much to think of. And so I love, I appreciate that she kind of gives you a structure to kind of walk you through it. Um, so she w- that was the first planning site I ever found. Um, so, and I, I mean, I, I love her process. It's really easy to follow. It makes sense. And her website's got um, some crowd calendars, although I use a different one that I'll talk about later um, for that. But um, that's probably my number one planning resource. Yeah, I've listened to her podcast before. She's very good. I mean, she knows her stuff in in, in ways that I probably couldn't even comprehend. So she is an expert. She is. And she's super nice. I actually uh, met up with her the last time that I was out uh, in Disney World during Food and Wine. And 
we met up at Epcot and it was really great because we've talked online and, you know, messaged through Facebook and it was really cool to meet her. I told her, I'm like, you're like a celebrity to me, you're like the planning guru. So it was great. And she was lovely to meet in person too. Is she local, Tamara? Does she live in Florida or where does she live? No, she lives in Texas. Okay. But she goes out there, you know, a handful of times a year. Mm-hmm. Cool. Michael, Christina, on your way back right now to Florida, what would be your number one resource when you're planning your trip? Now, you offer a different perspective. I mean, you were you were local. You live 10 minutes from the park. So you probably didn't utilize any of these. But as now, with the rest of us, as, as, as a visitor, what's your number one resource? I think even as a local, I often visited um, allears.net. Why just because the food. Um, Deb, it's Deb Wills, correct? Mm-hmm. I'm very horrible with names. Um, but it's easy to navigate. I, with just a couple clicks, I can figure out what's on the menu, how much it's going to cost us, see if it's doable. Um, I've actually went on there a couple times just this past week to see if we can uh, make a dining reservation and how much it would cost michael and i oh yes if, if, Tamara, have you used it stacy have you used all ears.net yeah i use it all the time and it seems like the most time when i use it actually is on our way home from disney world because you know you're getting into that post disney depression and you're traveling so we, you know we drive so it's you know 20 hours or whatever and so we always pull that up and we plan our next trip, even if it's just totally imaginary. Um, we probably won't eat at those restaurants, but we just kind of like make our menus. And by that point, we're totally broke and poor. So we're trying to find the most um, <laughs> value for our for our buck. So it's, it's a great site to use. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of pictures of the food, too, which I really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's really helpful. And um, they have a YouTube channel as well, and they'll put room tours um, and things on there too. So I've, I've used it a little bit. Um, and I kind of like Stacy, it's sort of my like in between trips to kind of get a taste of Disney when I'm not there and I'm pining for it. <laughs> yeah. They have everything. It's not just food. Like if you have a topic and it's Walt Disney world related, you can name any topic. If you want to see pictures of rooms and, and reviews, I, I can't even describe what they have. They have it. it. There's an answer on that website. So it's a great resource. It's like an encyclopedia of knowledge. So that would be a, and they do have a YouTube channel as well. Stacy, what do you got? What's your, what's your go-to? Um, my number one is the touring plans app lines. Mm-hmm. We, um, I buy, I purchase it every year. I renew my subscription for it. I think it's like, I don't know. It's something like $12 or $14 or something. But, um, it's really great, even though I feel as though my family is pretty much experts at how to navigate the parks. It's really, it's there's an awesome tool where you input all of the attractions that you think that you might want to see during your whatever day. So, like, let's say I'm going to the Magic Kingdom. I'll go through their list and put in all of the attractions we want to see, including our Fast Passes that we've made. And then as soon as you enter into the park, you hit the Optimize button. And it orders everything to um, an order that you should go see things, you know, first, second, third, and so on and so forth. Um, And then as you finish an attraction, you check it off. And it really, it's it's an awesome tool. It's it's great. Does it, does that though, you can like re-optimize even if like you miss Mm -hmm. something. That, that's what I learned when I've only done it for one or two years. And mm-hmm. I thought, it, you know what, it, it seems so like so planned out. Then you realize if you're at the park and you've got your whole day itinerary set up and you miss something or you skip at any point during the day, you can hit like optimize or it, yeah. might, be, or it might be re-optimize and then it'll recalculate for what you've done. The idea with the whole thing is just how many attractions can you get in without driving yourself crazy in a day yeah and you know and they do the work for you it's based upon algorithms and people yeah and you yeah you can choose like if you want to you know save steps like if that's your your goal if you if you don't want to go all the way across the park for things and that's your um your main thing you can choose that or if you wanted to choose let's you know save the most amount of time you can choose that 
So it's just they, that there's a lot of options. There's it's kind of difficult to um, there's a big learning curve for it. Like the, even going on it after using it many times, it takes me a little while to kind of get the swing of how the app works. But once you figure it out, it's it's pretty it's pretty easy. Okay. Uh oh, I got a hand. Can raised. I piggy? I know. Can I piggyback on that? Because that <laughs> I was like I couldn't figure out which one to pick for my first choice because i also love touring plans but like and all out- years was my was my second choice so we were we're on sync right here i bet i bet we have a lot of similarities between the group of us but the thing that i love too um about so there's the app and you can use that on your phone when you're in the park but also their website you can totally build your itinerary but my favorite favorite thing about it is that you can go in and look at all of the different resorts so if you're staying yes. on yes you go look at the resorts you can see like views from every single room at every single resort not just the dvc for the monocle wearing people but also for like the plebeians like me who stay at the values um and the really cool part is that you they have a um if you're a subscriber they have a a tool where basically you can request a certain room So, like, the last time we went, we stayed at Pop Century, and I knew I really wanted to stay in a certain building because they had the new renovated rooms, which are awesome. And so I could go in and basically request, like, I want this floor in this building. Like, you can request down to the room. Like, obviously, they don't guarantee it. But that that is amazing to me. Like, that pays for the subscription. That and the the Lines app that tells you the wait time. It's amazing. It's so worth it. Yes. Yeah, we, we we use the room finder or the room reservation, not, what, the room request tool. Yeah. Um, a few times, and we've every single time we've used it, and it, we we do split stays. So you know, the last time I think we were at four or five different resorts in our last trip, we used it for all of those reservations, and we got it every single time. So it's a really great great tool if you're looking for something specific. Okay, so let me chime back in because I'm going to play off that as well. And and here's what I'm going to start off with. I'm going to start off with a couple books, and they actually play off each other. And based upon the touring plans, you could actually order, they're called the Unofficial Guide. And they're the Unofficial Guide to Walt Disney World, the Unofficial Guide to Disneyland. They have the Unofficial Guide to Walt Disney World with kids. They're, 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 they're fabulous books, and they're chock full of information. And they're unbiased. So if they're if they're critical, it's because they feel they can. And it's not an authorized Disney publication. Mm-hmm. So they can be unbiased. So here's here's what's good, and then here's what's not. So what's good is that you're going to get the absolute honest to God's truth on whether or not they think the ride's worth waiting for or not, the hotel's worth waiting for or not, the resorts. And, you know, it's it's a really useful tool. And they have some printed touring plans out in the back of the book as well too so if you don't want to buy the lines app you can actually use their clip out touring plans which is in the back of the book here's the problem it's uh it's 846 pages long it is <laughs> it is the size of king james bible in, in my hand here so and honestly you know what i'm kind of a simple kind of guy you know as, as funny as this sounds I, I love reading about walt disney world but I also like just this simple relaxation over a cup of coffee. So the other guidebook I like is actually an official guidebook, and that's made by Birnbaum. And there's a Birnbaum guide, and they have them again to Disneyland and Walt Disney World. And that's slightly smaller. The Disney World one, uh, the Walt Disney World one, is is 352 pages, but it's full color. It's color pictures on each page, and there's snippets. So you're not going to get critical information. You're going to get a lot of pro Disney information. But, you know, honestly, I think sometimes the critical information, people make too much to deal with. You know, when you're on vacation at Walt Disney World, there's not a whole lot to be critical of. I mean, they really have this down to a science. It is a corporation, and they've tried to maximize your experience when you're there. But when you're reading this book, realize it is a authorized Disney planning book, so it is going to be very pro-Disney. You'll find very little critical. But you know what? Honestly, it's a fun read. If you like reading the park map, if you like reading the authorized publications, I'm flipping through right now and I'm looking at a page in Epcot. I see a picture of Figment, a picture of Test Track, and a picture of Mission Space along with their write-ups. So it just makes for a fun read. I keep a copy in my car. My five-year-old will pull out the Disneyland book and she'll flip through the Disneyland book looking for the pictures and she'll talk about the trip. 
she wouldn't do that with the unofficial guide. She would do it with this mm-hmm. one. The prices are actually fairly... That's good to know. Yeah, the prices are fairly similar, too. I mean, they're if you find them on Amazon, they're going to be about the same cost. They're going to be somewhere around 15 to 20 bucks a piece. But uh, I actually get both, and you know I do that under the facade that it's for the show really it's 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 for me in the morning and the coffee but <laughs> i recommend both the unofficial guides and Birnbaum. but again if you start the unofficial guide i mean you're in for like a uh, someone's dissertation so prepare mm-hmm. yourself but it's it's definitely worth it but you got to be committed so uh, that, chris yes i have a question the Birnbaum ones do those come with coupons in the back as well good girl absolutely they do come with coupons now it's not like it's earth shaking but things like i just flipped to the back right here so 20 percent off at joffrey's so that's a valuable coupon i imagine that if you went there with your friends that would save you quite a bit it might save you the cost of the book uh 20 off lunch at house of blues 20 off at raglan road for lunch so you could see already, you would save easily the cost of the book. Um, heck, there's 10% off China Pavilion, 10% off Spice Road Table, 10% off Splitsville. Um, so yeah, there's definitely coupons to be used in the back here. There's also Golf, the uh, Dive Quest, Behind the Seeds Tour. There's all kind of coupons in there for that. Mm, cool. cool. Um, Tamara, you want to go again? Give us another one. Oh, okay. So obviously touring plans was my other one. Um, so this one may be kind of obvious, but I love the, the, my Disney experience app on my phone. Um, that's the one that's official through Disney and you link to your Disney account and got your tickets and everything in there. Um, I often will pull it up from home. Like my daughter and I will play a game on the weekends. This will be, you know, chilling out in the morning and I'm like hey what do you think the wait time is for flight of passage and you know because it's got the real time wait times um and so we'll kind of pull that up but I just love that it's when you're there in Disney World it's got all of your information at your fingertips you know whether it's your dining reservations your fast passes it's it links to your um photo pass photos if you have the uh memory maker um so, so that's definitely that that gets a lot of use while we're there. Mm-hmm. Stacy, Michael, what do you guys think of the uh, the My Disney Experience app? I really like it. I was using it quite a bit today, trying to get some more of those added on reservations for my gigantic party coming in in June. <laughs> yep, Michael, we used it. We used it a lot when we lived down there, uh, almost daily, because the the photos, the photo pass thing, especially. Mm-hmm. Um, and fast passes because we would make fast passes um, sometimes thinking or hoping that we would be able to get to do some of these things. Um, so we would on a Sunday night say we would um, say, well, let's go to Epcot on Tuesday. Let's see if we can get a fast pass for Soren um, type of thing. And sometimes also we would um, like with Avatar or with Pandora, um, it's hard to get those fast passes. So a lot of times I would just play around and see how far I could go out and see if I could get a fast pass. And if I could, that would pretty much dictate where we went. Um, So, yeah, we use that app a lot. I should go so far as to say no matter what resource we give you today, that app is the most important app you'll have on vacation because you don't have a choice. If You're going to get a magic band for your trip. And if you want to set up fast passes, it's not like Disneyland where you can still get a paper one or buy the Max Pass, you have to be able to go and, and download this My Disney Experience in order to go and set up your Fast Passes. So um, we could list every website, every app, every ticket thing, but honestly, everything's predicated on you having this on your smartphone. Um, and also, you know what? It, it is. It's, it's really slick for, for wait times. You know, if, if you can jump from one side of the park to the other, it's really slick for menus. So it is a really well-thought-out app. You know the shocker of the whole thing? At least as of recently, they don't have one for Disneyland. Their Disneyland app, it's not like optimizable for like a mobile device. It's clunky. Wow, that's surprising. It's very surprising. It's clunky. It, it's it, I, I actually took it off my iPad. I had the Disneyland one, and it is the computer screen, but it's not optimized for your mobile version. And I was like, really? It's like the poor sister on the West Coast, but <laughs> but honestly, it is uh, it, it, this app for Walt Disney World. This is this is um, the must app you must have on your phone. So, Michael, what do you got? Give me give me give me uh, 
Give me something else, buddy. Um, well, this may be no surprise, but we, I personally use YouTube a lot. Um, and that's just a resource overall. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you the biggest reason. Um, I don't know if anybody knows this, but I kind of am terrified of attractions, certain ones. <laughs> and especially ones that I cannot see. Okay, so you get into Haunted Mansion, let's say. I don't know what's behind there. We've got a roller coaster over at Hollywood Studios that's inside of a building. We've got Space Mountain inside of a building. I don't know what Haunted Mansion's going to do. So with attractions like that, I like to be able to go ahead of time and look and see what's going to happen. Um, So that's where ride-throughs come in, things like that. And I think it's good for maybe not... 40 almost 40 year old men but like kids um if you have kids going and you can reassure them that this attraction isn't going to drop this attraction isn't going to do something (laughs) it's not going to scare you um just so they have that peace of mind going in so we use build excitement it does it builds excitement it gets you excited to go and and i don't know i just youtube's our thing so some of us on this particular podcast may actually use that to motivate themselves to get out of bed at 4.30 in the morning to get on the treadmill. <laughs> okay. What, what do you watch at 4.30 in the morning? What, what's your go-to, Tamara? Oh my gosh. I have a t- I have so many. I have so many. My my favorite, favorite one is one that they like they had a baby about a year-ish ago and they actually like just came back on after a year hiatus, but it's called See You Real Soon. Okay. Joe and Ashley, they're like, oh my God, they're so adorable. They're this little couple and they're like the biggest, like I thought I was a huge Disney nerd. No, bigger, biggest Disney nerds. And they're just like that most happy, positive people ever. Like between that one, the Tim Tracker, um, <clears throat> well, there's this other one, like, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called Theme Park Brothers. <laughs> Has anybody heard of that one? Yeah, they've been it gone sounds for a while. Yeah. <laughs> That one is a good one, too, especially when the kids are on it. My favorite ones of those, by the way, are the ones where they, like, race each other to see, is it faster to take Disney transportation? (laughs) Like, they'll do, like, I think they've done, like, the boat, the bus, and maybe a car. And they see, like, who gets to the destination first from, like, the same starting point. So. Tamara, I like that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. That one actually gave a grandma uh, a panic attack. Because Jordan was on the bus by himself, because right? Because Jordan was on the bus. I, I feel her pain. I'm not going to lie. I was a little lit, like, oh, my God, they let Jordan go on the bus by himself? He's, he was, what, he was thir- 14 years old. <laughs> He's been at Walt Disney World since he was nine. Um, the boy knows his way around. Yeah, Michael, it's not like taking the bus through uh, New York City. This is the bus through Walt Disney World. The environment was controlled. It was okay. Hey, I especially like the Theme Park Brothers videos where the father gets on the scary rides and screams his head <laughs> off like a little schoolgirl. I love that one. That I must have missed those. Oh, those, those. Are, those are the best. Those are the best. You didn't see me on Dumbo? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, give me one more, Tamara. Don't sit back. Give me one more. Who else do you Who else do you use in the morning to, to motivate yourself? Oh, on on YouTube. Um, oh my gosh, like I like literally have like it's a problem. I'm not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> so there is um, L and R Dreaming. So it stands for Luke and Rich. Um, they're a British couple and I mean I just like love listening to their accent anyway and um, I'm a sucker for like travel day vlogs like especially for people who are traveling across the pond because they like they always have like super fancy airplanes and like they have like beds that they're sitting in on their airplane like what is that even about um, so that I love to watch their trip videos too. I'm like trip vlogs are like totally my jam okay Stacy. Your YouTube videos, what is what would be your YouTube video go-to? Is it music? Is it rides? Is it uh, resort it's definitely It's definitely trip um, trip videos, like Tamara was saying. Um, I really, really, really love what family trip videos. And so um, when, I'm, when I'm watching YouTube, that's what I'm usually searching. I have a few that I watch, and I could not tell you who they, what their names are. Um, but um, the, I want to piggyback off of the see you real soon real quick. That was one of my choices, but not for their YouTube videos. It's for their cool um, 
spreadsheet that they have for um, their dining to see if it's worth it to get a dining plan or if you should do out of pocket. It's like a whole dining calculator thing. I use it every year um, to figure that out. So that's a really cool thing to just Google and it's to see a real student dining calculator or something. But it's a it's an Excel sheet, I believe, download that you can just um, plug everything in. Cool. But yeah, for I just kind of I I really really love trip reports. I love listening to them and watching them. Um, I can't get enough of them. Excellent. You got a, you got another suggestion, Stacy? Another go to? You won't even contemplate yeah. against you. I um I use Passporter. Um, that's for I started off by listening to their podcast. It's the Passporter Moms podcast. Um, and but they do passporter company um was putting out these these touring books um these guidebooks but it was really unique because they were in a spiral bound notebook and you can kind of change things out and it came with folders and pockets and all this kind of stuff to organize everything you could bring it with you on your trips and um have everything at your fingertips but recently they've switched to live guides and so you can purchase instead of purchasing a book that's delivered to your house, you purchase basically an ebook and you can upgrade it to have it um, be a live guide for the life of you know, for, for forever, as long as they are constantly updating these books. But that's you know how fast things go out of date at Disney. I mean, there's constantly changes and they really stay on top of these changes and it's just always being updated. So it's always um, current information. And so it's really, really great. And I've actually, I've written a couple of articles for them and I've given them a few tips. So I had all these gift cards or gift certificates all piled up and I just sent um, Jennifer Marks an email today and she applied them all. So now I'm like lifetime access to every book that's made from them, which is really fun. But they are super, um, it's super helpful, really easy to navigate and you can just have it on your phone in the parks, really easy to, to look things up. So that's definitely something to check out. I wrote it down. I haven't I yeah. haven't checked it out, but I wrote it down. Excellent. Um, let me give you guys a couple of my thoughts here on things that aren't necessarily Disney related, but as far as your resource for a Disney trip, make sure your phone has either a weather bug or the weather.com app, like a weather channel app. Because, Michael, what's the weather like in Florida usually? <laughs> Unpredictable. <laughs> unpredictable and hot. You don't need to know it's hot. Let's assume it's going to be hot. Rains at three. Yeah, it's hot and it rains about yeah three o'clock. Right. But I have gone down and I've gone down at all different times of the year, and I've been caught in weather that has been so cold that I've had to go and outfit myself and my wife in wintertime gear, Florida wintertime gear from the parks. And had I had had that app and done a, a little search of the Orlando area seven days in advance, I wouldn't have had to go and spend $148 on a couple of sweatshirts and some knit hats. <laughs> so make sure you've got a good weather app on your phone and check it out a week in advance. See what the weather's going to be. Is there going to be heavy rain? Are you going in hurricane season in September? Buy a poncho. Wear some waterproof, you know, bring your waterproof jacket with you. It sounds so obvious, but... You know, when you're down there, you know who's bought clothes from that day and who who prepared themselves and who didn't because they're all wearing Walt Disney World 2017, and you know they just bought that 30 minutes ago. Yeah, everyone's done it. We've all done it. So make sure you've got a good weather app. And then I'm going to steal one more because you guys have good ones, so i got to make sure I get some good ones in here. <laughs> Go to your phone, delete the pictures and the videos you don't need before your trip. Because we've all got a million videos and a million pictures on our phones. But if you're like me and you don't follow your own advice and you go down there and you've got space for like four pictures left because you've used, you know, you haven't cleared any out. If you've got an Amazon Prime account, they have free video storage and free photo storage for you. Or you go to Google Photos and they also have free photo storage and you can upload it to Google Photos. And when you're down in Florida, I mean, the average trip, how many pictures do you estimate you take when you're down there? What, 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 give me a rough number. Tamara, when you're, Stacey, when you're down there, how many pictures do you guess? A thousand. A thousand, right? I took almost a thousand last time. I don't have the memory space for a thousand pictures. So offload some of those old pictures so you have space. And then when you're on the trip back home on the plane flight, you can say, yeah, I guess I didn't need that one of my hand. You know, I guess I didn't need that blurry picture outside of World Showcase. Uh, but make sure you have a place to 
put those pictures. So again, Amazon Prime members, it's free. Google Photos, that's free as well. See, huh? Look at, look at, I get the old noggin going every now and then. Come up with a good one, <laughs> right? Tamara, you got. An, let's make one more round. You got another good one for us. What's your last? What's your best? Okay, so mine is sort of a combination of three different kinds of things. So it's a uh, they have a podcast, they have a um, a website with a pretty heavily trafficked forum, and they also have a YouTube channel. Um, so their website is WDW Info, um, but it's the Diz Unplugged, and um, I actually stumbled across their podcast when we were planning our first family trip a few years ago and um and at first I wasn't sure that I really liked it um because kind of like the unofficial guide they are totally honest and I actually have grown to really appreciate that you know they're not just going to be all rose-colored glasses and only say positive things about Disney um they will be brutally honest about some things and sometimes I totally don't agree with what they're saying and um, a lot of the times I do, but so I listen to their podcast. They put out a weekly one that ha- kind of goes over a lot of like they'll kind of cover newsworthy topics, but then they'll also have some kind of a discussion topic. And um, on their YouTube channel, they have um, they have vlogs. They'll go to the parks to cover like the parties <laughs> or you know the special events that are going on, and um, kind of give you I guess like a review of you know some of the dining places and things like that and then their forums that's not something that I'm on a whole bunch because I just I don't know that just sucks up so much time but they have just this huge forum where people give each other advice like people rent each other DVC points through it um I mean it's just a huge resource for all things Disney and planning and uh, it's a wealth of information Stacy, you've used it. Michael, have you used it or gone on their forums? Yeah, they have great trip reports um, okay. forum. That's actually where I started with Disney podcasts as well. That was your that was your gateway one. That was my first. Yep. Okay. okay. Michael, what do you got? Give us give us one final one. Um, I I think that. We don't really have specifics when it comes to certain things. Like you said, we don't. We don't have to plan a whole lot, but I will tell you that before we moved to Florida, um, podcasts were our thing. So we had so many of them. I mean, I know that's a shocker here, um, but we've been listening to podcasts for oh, since we moved to Florida. Uh, before then, yeah. I mean, it was probably those when you had to sync them and everything else, and you couldn't just stream them off your phone, um, but. I just think that they're invaluable because, number one, there's so many, and there's so many different perspectives. So, um, you know, you find a voice you like, and then you can take their advice, and you kind of join a community like we have, you know, with this podcast and and other podcasts, you know, and you just kind of tap into that community, and then you get some great advice. Um, sometimes doesn't work out too well like i don't know everybody's recommendation for dole whips which i don't understand <laughs> um, or you know certain things like that or like eating at la cellier which i don't understand um so there's certain things like that <laughs> but i will tell you that overall i would say 90 percent of the time there's a consensus there's an agreement and you know what you find out things and you find out things to look at or look for in the parks that you never thought to look at. Um, and, and I think it's those band of crazy people like we are that <laughs> kind of helps you plan ahead because you know more than the average guest. Mm-hmm. Let's put it. You know, um, Christina, I want to have yours too, but Michael, can I echo one sentiment on there? Make sure you have a mix of podcasts, you know, even if they're Disney related. There are some that are goofy, you know, and, you know, I, I speak honestly of ours. There are some that are really serious trip planning podcasts. Make sure you get, a, a you know, you know a wide scope. It's going to broaden your picture there. And, you know, if, if you have the same type of podcast over and over and over again, it's hard because you never get the other side of the coin. So make sure you get a, you know, you know, a wide scope of what you're looking for. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Christina, give us your last best tip. Um, well, 
Let's see here. I often visit a website called mousesavers.com. Okay. Sometimes they'll have um, really good discounts, um, not even just on property, but they'll provide off-property discounts. So if you're looking to stay off-property or to, to dine off-property, they will provide just uh, saving, <laughs> just savings. Yeah, it's always important for us to find those savings, no matter what. Yeah, um, Tamara, you've gone to Mouse Savers? I have. And the thing I like about that, too, is they'll kind of publish, like, you know, everybody's always like, oh, when are they going to offer free dining and, you know, things like that. Like, they'll kind of show you historical dates of, like, this is typically when this particular discount is released so that you can kind of have that on your radar to keep looking for it, too. So, yeah, that's a really good one as well. Stacy, have you gone on their website? Yep, that's exactly what I was just going to say that Tamara said. We're on, we're totally in sync tonight. Yeah, I looked there for um, when things have been released typically so I can um, see when we should start kind of um, being ready to, to call in the morning, see if we can get those, the discounts for our upcoming trip. Okay. They also have an email distribution uh, distribution list. And it comes out on the 15th of the month, and you've got to sign up for it. Mm-hmm. And on the 15th, you know, that email comes into your inbox, and they say they're exclusive offers, and you click on the link directly from the email. And it sounds like it's hokey, like I could just do a little back-end around research and figure out how to get the same discount, but you can't. Actually, the link is actually provided in the email unless someone forwards it to you. So join their email club, and I, I, I know for a fact it is a, a better savings, when we went to Disneyland, we followed a link on there. It was from a place called Ares, A-R-E-S Travel in Disneyland for the tickets. And that link specifically was better than if I went to just the Ares Travel website and I try to pull up tickets. So, again, sign up for their email. And it comes in the 15th of every month. Stacy, your last best. All right. I really enjoy Disney music. But I really enjoy Disney music because I'm kind of heading toward a trip. And so I use the Reedy Creek radio app. Mm. Um, it's R-E-E-D-Y and then Creek Radio. And they just constantly are playing music from the parks and um, attractions and things like that. It's just, you know, it's great to just I plug in at work and you know have it going on in the background or whatever. Um, but it really transports you to another place. You know, you just kind of c- catch your attention at times and just makes you happy. Let's fire off a few more names. Do you know of any other Disney radio stations, Stacey? Um, sometimes I'll just, I'll go on to, you know what? I, so I used, I used to do the Magical Mouse Radio, the Be Our Guest podcast with mm-hmm. Mike Rallman. Mm-hmm. Is that what it was? Mm-hmm. But then um, when they all when it switched over and everything, I switched over to um, Reedy Creek Radio because it just it wasn't working for some reason on whatever I was listening on. They, <laughs> but they were having I'll a, just kind of Google it. Yeah, they were having a licensing issue with Disney Music, yes. so it sh- they shut all of them down, and then some came back on this platform, some came back on this platform. Yes, yeah. Now you can listen at throughout our website, I think, but mm-hmm. um, it's just. The variety isn't what it was before because I think it just has probably to do with the bandwidth and the, I don't know, technical mm-hmm. stuff, math. <laughs> T- Tamara, which ones do you listen to? So there's also one um, called Sorcerer Radio. And they, That's have a good an one app. Too. they have an app. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and that one's really good. And the thing I like about that one too is they, if you sign up for it or enable your the app to do it, like it'll send you like kind of a push notification to say, hey, we're playing wishes mm-hmm. audio or you know oh, so cool. you can yeah it's kind of it's kind of fun so it they have like um some of the in-park ride audios they have you know just dip disney music and soundtracks from their movies and things like that it's a, a pretty good variety i like that one michael christina do you guys listen to any disney music radio stations i used to i don't as much but the two that they mentioned were the ones that i listened to well, let me give a shout-out to one more, and it's called Kungaloosh Radio, Kungaloosh from the Adventurers Club. The reason why mm-hmm. I listen to them is they have a lot of retro audio. So it's not necessarily current music, but they have a ton of retro audio. And 
like when you're listening to the Horizons music from Epcot, and you know a, a lot of our music. I play a 52-minute song from the Living Seas sometimes as a background <laughs> music for the show. They will literally play all 52 minutes in a row, and at work it's nice. You don't got to go to YouTube. You can just you know pop on their station and they'll play it. So, um. I want to give you guys actually one, but then I'm going to give a special shout out for one more. So, are you guys Costco members? Stacy, Tamara, Michael? I'm um, Sam's Hi. Club. Oh. I'm Costco. Michael, do you have a membership to one of the, the stores like Sam's Club or Costco? We have Sam's. Okay. So, this is specifically for Costco people. Costco's got a great Costco travel section. <laughs> and you could do that to book your trip. You can do that for all-inclusive resorts. But specifically, I use it for rental cars. So when I fly into Orlando International, I know there's Kayak and Expedia and there's RentalCars.com, but I think the Costco Travel one is the easiest to use because it allows you to pick up to like four or five different companies and they'll do, you know, they're sorting by location and whatnot. But I've never been burned and I've always found the cheapest price. And the key is though, you've got to be persistent. Look for it, book your reservation. It doesn't cost you a cent. There's no deposit. And then look a week later. And if it is, just cancel the first reservation and book. You can pull up the agencies that are actually in the Walt Disney World property. There's a car rental agency at the Shades of Green. There's one at the, I think it's the Swan or the Dolphin. There's a couple by the Good Neighbor Resorts. And I found some crazy deals. There was one time that I went that we rented a luxury car and it was at the Shades of Green. Or maybe I didn't rent the luxury car. Maybe I was pricing it. But it was $98 for six nights of a luxury car at the Shades of Green through Costco. That's, like, ridiculous. That includes That's taxes. Awesome. It's amazing. It was... But they're only, like, the the, the big-name places. Avis, uh, uh, Hertz. It's not, like, Sixth, which is becoming bigger, or, like, the Fox rental cars. I've often thought that when you're renting a car, it's already a kind of a stressful situation because there's always that inspection process before and after. So they only deal with, like, the big-name guys. And then my last tip on that is we once almost got burned and that we drove the car back to Orlando International Airport. Before I leave, I always take my camera and I'll walk around the car and I'll take a video of the car and I'll zoom in on all the close-up spots that have dings and dents and scratches. And I may even document them before I even leave so I don't get dinged for that. Well... There was a car that was so beaten up and I couldn't find a person. We had to take it. So we took it, and on the way back, the guy gave us a hard time. And it looked like we were responsible for some of the scratches, some of the dents, some of the dings. He then turned the key on the ignition, and the car flashed like 53,000 miles. He immediately tore up our agreement and said, you guys are good, go. And I didn't understand why. When you return a rental car or when you rent one that's over 50,000 miles, at least from... I'm not sure if it was Hertz or if it was Avis. You're not responsible for any of the dings or damages. So I, I'm guessing you could bring back a flaming, a flaming pile of, of car rubble, and you wouldn't be responsible. So I believe the magic number is 50,000 miles. Of course, many fleets that have a 50,000-mile car, she's already going to be pretty well beaten up. But we didn't have a choice. We had to rent that car. It was a specific we, – we rented like a, a small SUV. But uh, Costco Travel has got an amazing car rental spot. So if you're not a member – that might help you. It has saved us money. And then my last tip, and I'm going to state this because, honestly, I don't always like to do the planning. And even recently, I just booked a cruise, and my recommendation is use an agent. Find somebody you're comfortable with. Social media is flooded and inundated with agents, and they all say they're going to work hard, and they all say they're, 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 they're the best, they'll get you the best discounts, and they have incentives. But find someone you're friends with, you know? So, you know, on the show, we have a bunch of agents. Amy Van Swole, she was the agent I booked my cruise through. I trust Amy, you know? I know she's going to work hard for me. And, you know, I trust her. She's been to my house, and we've had dinner together. So find an agent you're comfortable with. If you're not a hands-on type person, that trip to Walt Disney World, this is going to test you because it's not like you're going to... A campground for a weekend, you have to have your reservations planned in advance. you got to have your dining reservations. Put it in the hands of someone who's a professional. I can't even think of an agency who charges for their service. It's always free. And they'll look out for you. They'll take care of your discounts. They'll take care of your fast passes, your dining. Plus, when things go wrong, you can always call the agent 
and they'll work on your behalf to straighten that out. And they may have an in that you don't necessarily have. They may be more eloquent at speaking to the manager than you might be hostile at the front service desk person. So find an agent you like. Use an agent. That would be my best tip. Any final thoughts, guys? Michael, Tamara, Stacy. Yes. I have, uh, I would just say an honorable mention, and I especially mention it because if I never discovered this particular podcast, which is Resort Loop, I never would have met uh, many of the people on tonight's episode. So um, I love their um, their podcast, too. Um, they do a lot of kind of discussion topics as well, but um, another just really great community, and that's how I met you guys. Yeah, absolutely. Tim and Bob are a great bunch of guys, and they work really hard. we got a great show. Absolutely. Michael, Christina, anything? No, I think we've covered everything. Okay. Stacy. Yeah, we did a good job, I think. Excellent. Okay, so uh, if you've got... What's your best resource that we haven't mentioned? I know we've missed some. Do you use Waze? Do you have Google Maps? The Shop Disney apps? What are your best, best, best resources? Feel free to post those. And, uh, uh, you know, we're going to put the thread out there, post them on the comment section of the thread for the show. Let us know if we've missed anything. Or if you have a, a question, feel free. Um, Michael, Christina, if they wanted to ask you guys a question, how could they do so? Um, well, you can find us, of course, over at Theme Park Brothers on Facebook. Or you can find Christina over at etravelbug.com. Yep, and she also has a Facebook page. Um, that's pretty much the best place to get a hold of us. Ask Michael to find the Screaming Dead videos. Those are the best, for sure. <laughs> Tamara, how can they find you? Um, so you can find me on Twitter. I have at WDWPhotog and also more recently at Magic Mara Design. Um, I'm also on Facebook. I'm on the WDW page often commenting and chiming in and giving Michael a hard time about not liking thrill rides. Um, so, I, yeah, you can find me on pretty much all those social media platforms, Instagram as well, um, Tamara Spidel or uh, Magical Mara Designs on Instagram as well. Stacy, how can they find us? You can find us on Facebook, um, Twitter, and Instagram, and I have to say, I did log into the, my Twitter account the other day. I was very proud of myself, and I think I retweeted something, but I'm not really sure. But um, <laughs> you can find us all those places, and Chris will probably reply to your tweets if you go there. Um, <laughs> but I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty good at the Facebook. Yes, you are absolutely. <laughs> okay, so for some of the best people that I know, and honestly, uh, for the best reason I have social media for all of you guys. Uh, for my friends Michael, Christina, Tamara, Stacy, thank you for joining us. Thank you for downloading and listening. We appreciate it, and we hope you have a great day. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody. See ya. Tamara said every guy, everybody the I same know. word. I know. I'm trying to make up for That's the, it. the I have, guy hate. I have to, re- we have to record the whole show over again. That's it. <laughs> That's it. Every guy say? and every gal. Right?